Happy Friday, theater lovers. This week's guest is Elena George. We talk about Metallica cover bands, learning styles, gluten-free chocolate, and much more. Elena is a natural storyteller, hilarious, and confident. A couple of F words in this one because I was a little tired, but I did my best to edit them out. On with the show. Here we go. Hello and welcome, Elena. Uh, okay, let's try that again because I got in my head and I was going to say Jorge. <laughs> I was going to do it. So You're let's try it. that again. All right. Welcome to Sarnia Fane. Fane. F- <laughs> it's going to be one of those after. Yeah. Welcome to Sarnia Famous, Elena George. Did I do it right? Okay. This is very good. You Thank did you. It, boss, Thank so. you. I need. I feel like I need a hug and a cookie now. Yeah, I'm giving you a hug from Thank you. Afar. Thank you. No I'm, cookies ever reach them. That's fine. I've got. I got. I got cookies. Don't worry. That's uh, for when we're done. Okay. So before I forget, because I do this so often, we're gonna do the icebreaker when it's appropriate to do the icebreaker, which is at the beginning of the show and um, so feel, feel like you could do it anytime but yeah, I can but so, do it. whenever I do do that it's like it's awkward because we get going in a conversation we're talking about good stuff and then I'm like wait let's go do the icebreaker and then you gotta try and anyway um yeah, gotcha so I'm gonna give you two options and Ooh. you're gonna tell me which of the two you prefer and why and choose a color either blue or red but i reserve the right to skip one if we've already done it because i've kind of gone through all these already yeah but yeah so blue or red i'm always blue, blue. i'll always gravitate blue all right okay i've done that one blue oh okay so <laughs> that face <laughs> uh so would you prefer to Either share a toothbrush with a stranger or kiss your best friend's toes. Oh gosh, I feel like <laughs> definitely the second. Um, I feel like at least you know where he you know may have been. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless I get to use the toothbrush first mm. and it's brand new and then I, yeah. Right? Like, so there's like the like caveat, right? I love it. I, I love <laughs> how people's brains work because I never go there in my mind. I'm automatically like, if I, if I could see the stranger first, which is terrible, don't judge book by its cover, but I don't know. But uh, yeah, my best friend is meticulous in her uh, hygiene. So yeah, that's a I good mean, one. Yeah. I feel like there's like conditions to both. But yeah, mm, for sure. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You definitely know where the feet have been versus. <laughs> <laughs> mm, anyhow. Okay, now down down to business. So we are current. This is so fun for me. We're currently working together on White Christmas, and um, yeah, I I think I told you this already. I am kind of obsessed with you and your character. I freaking love it, and I love your. Uh, what's the word? Rendition? Is that the right word? Your interpretation? Yeah, the, I think interpretation, rendition kind of aligns there. Yeah. Martha definitely is a firecracker. That's for sure. 
And interestingly enough, I've been trying to write my bio, and I think, like, the first sentence that always comes to mind is, like, Elena is loud and nosy as a person. Oh, wait, Martha's loud and nosy. Huh, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, you got into, I was going to ask you, how does that character align with your own self? And... (laughs) Um, are there any ways that it doesn't align with your own self? I think, like, truly, like, um, not knowing very much about White Christmas before auditioning, so kind of, like, digging into seeing, like, what that character may look like. Um, it was very much just like, huh, I feel like it's not a huge departure <laughs> from from me um, now. So I felt like I could put a lot of good energy into it and then really like sway it to make it Elena specific but obviously Martha um but I really do I think like enjoy a good joke or like try to like kind of crack a one-liner I'm a big fan of the dad jokes and will always have one kind of on the go my latest one is uh why can't you trust trees any, any idea? Because they're shady. Oh. Um, anyways. I was going to say they're unbelievable. Oh, that too. Eh? Eh? You could go either way. I'm actually yeah. really proud of myself because I almost always forget jokes or, like, how to land them. Okay. Was that awesome. was... I feel very good. proud. Very, very good proud. Can I, can I please tell you my favorite joke? Since, yes. Okay. I've practiced it. <laughs> um... What do you call a pile of cats? Ooh, I don't know. A meowton. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, I love it. Oh That's the only god. joke I can ever, ever remember. Oh, it's, so it's that makes it my favorite. <laughs> well, you are a cat person, so it makes, makes sense. I am. Um, I am. That's awesome. Okay, no, so. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, the whole character thing. Like, I feel like it just blends really well so it when trying to give Martha energy I feel like it's just like kind of like all right what's Elena gonna do in this situation or how would I say this in this situation so that's handy yeah it seems seems to be that way that explains why like your energy is like right from day one it was just right there the rest of us were kind of like I don't know what I'm doing but you came in like bam bam let's do this play so that explains it so then are there parts then where there isn't similarities like anything that you're struggling with or a scene or a line ah just in all honesty like I feel like um my memory is kind of not always the greatest so Mm. it's just that whole like okay what comes after this line what what energy do I have to give it what kind of personality or emotion do I have to give it and so I think it's just like part and parcel of like rehearsing and I think at this point my husband knows the show as well as I do um (laughs) he can rattle off Susan's lines in that one scene like boom and so I I always frown and be like oh I hate that you can read this and memorize it in 10 seconds and I'm the one that has to talk it through like 60 times before it's like all right we're here Mm -hmm. um so yeah I guess like yeah it's uh definitely that's the only thing like I feel like 
that's kind of holding me back a little bit at this point. But I think you, when you get into it, it's one of those, like, you do, like, for me, anyways, you do need to step it through. And then when you interact with who you have to in rehearsal and then who you have to on stage, it, it becomes more of a natural thing because you're like, okay, I know how they're going to deliver this line to me versus being like, mm. I know how my husband's going to read this line back to me. <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Although if he's got the lines memorized, if they need someone to step in, you know, bada boom, yeah. bada bang. <laughs> so, so that's how you end up learning your lines and just running them again and again. Yeah. And, and I recorded them. So oh, then smart. I can kind of listen to them which is handy when you have a half an hour commute each way to work. Oh, yeah. You can kind of put that stuff on and listen to it at least. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm garbage with memory, like absolutely garbage. So um, I've never done the recording thing, but I, I, I will. If I ever have more lines again, I will try that because that seems smart. Um, and then you can just run them on your commute. Yes, because recently we've come to terms with me being an audio learner and it was nothing I ever really like got a hold of in high school or college when I was trying to like study my brains out being like I could read this a thousand times but it's never gonna stick what like why and then yeah I've been working with Sandra Mogenstein Mogenstein wow I butchered that I apologize <laughs> Mugginson. Um and um yeah, she kinda brought that to my attention and I was like, Oh my gosh, you are probably so right and then so it made a lot of sense. And yeah, it was definitely something I was kinda was like, Oh let's try let's try that. And it seems to be helpful. That's still kind yeah. of a, a, a newer thing, understanding your learning strategy. Mm -hmm. And it is super helpful. Like, uh, I, I need both. I need to be able to read it and hear it in order mm -hmm. for my brain to process it, especially being able to see it. If I just hear something, I'm completely lost. So if, if you just heard your lines, like, read aloud to you, you could memorize them that way? It would be a lot easier for me to wow. commit it to memory, for sure. Wow, yeah, that, that baffles me. I'm impressed by that and it's same with music like I can read music and understand okay that's a D that's an A that's a whatever but if you play it for me I will regurgitate it back a lot faster than me trying to have to like figure it out on my own wow mm -hmm. huh. so and that's the other hard part for me too because once I hear it I will commit it to memory and then if it's not quite right oh Try to pull the eraser on that. <laughs> Doesn't quite work. It's a lot harder to get it out of the memory. Pull the eraser. I love yeah. that. Um, so what was it about, uh, about White Christmas that made you decide that you wanted to audition for it? I think, like, I had watched it. I really liked Martha's character. Mm -hmm. um, it looked like a lot of fun. Again, I didn't really know the whole, like, story, but I was like, Christmas is always very festive and something that I would enjoy being a part of something, like a Christmas show. So it was like, well, let's see what the music brings and if there's something that 
bring some I can bring some spark to. And then when I started kind of practicing the audition pieces, I was like, oh, I really like this. So um, yeah, it all was very just kind of like a we'll see how this goes and go from there. And so when I got the call that they were offering me Martha, I was over the moon. This is actually my first named character with a theater senior production. So first named role, but there was something before? So I was in 2016, I think that was the year. I was in ensemble for Rock of Ages. And that was my first um, taste of theater starring in. So from there, like, I was like, okay, I want to audition for another show, but, like, timing didn't seem to, like, work well. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't anything I was, like, super keen on, or life had me in different yes. different um, avenues that just didn't seem to be feasible to commit that much time yeah. to something. So it was just like, okay. And then, obviously, the world went the way it did yeah. for a little while, and we came back, and so when Beauty and the Beast came about, I was like, I want to audition for that. That's like one of my childhood faves. And so, yeah, so that's when I kind of got back into the whole theater scene, which then spun me into singing in the pit choir with Tarzan. Um, and then now we're here. So, yeah. And and were you in Beauty and the Beast or was that an... I was. Yeah, I was in the ensemble. Oh. I actually, I guess I, I shouldn't say this is my first name role because... I had a name in Beauty and the Beast. It was Marie for like a whole hot second. Um, <laughs> I get what you mean, though. Like, it, it, there's named roles and then there's named roles. Yeah, right. And like, I'm a big girl. Yeah. <laughs> right. For sure. For sure. Um, okay. So I'm trying to resist asking this question, but I'm basically a child and I can't help it. Would you consider yourself a Christmas person? <laughs> oh, I love. I love Christmas in some respects. I love the decorations. I love the music. I love, like, what it means. But there's that, like, element where it's like, you have to go here. You have to go there. Mm. Like, this family dinner, that family dinner. That's the part that I wouldn't say necessarily stresses me out, but it's just a lot. So it's just like, okay, like, I'm going to pull out my Christmas decorations this year and do my best to, like, decorate the house and with being, like, busy with White Christmas and stuff mm-hmm, like that. But mm-hmm. but it's definitely something where it's like, I I like pieces of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. We, we have, we go back home to Alberta and we'll be there for, like, a week. And we yeah. have, both of us have divorced parents, so then you're trying to get all the things. And it's hard to, to be in the moment when you're like, okay, we got to go. We got to go here. We got to go there. And it, yeah, it just becomes a lot. Um, so I can relate to that for sure. I just love the Christmas lights and stuff. Like I'm basically Buddy the Elf. No. Um, we were over in Port Huron this morning. And so I've been looking for like a smaller Christmas tree. Um, and uh, the smaller Christmas tree I used to have, we lost it in our flood this summer. Oh, frick. <laughs> and so... I've been trying to find a replacement, but we were, like, in the Christmas section, and there's so much stuff, and I'm just like, oh, this is amazing. I want one of everything, but mm-hmm. being mindful that, like, A, it costs a fortune, so it's like, okay, I want to buy, like, the right Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's almost like the Griswold search. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great reference. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Um, if I didn't have my husband to rein me in, I feel like I would be in the Christmas section with the credit card, like one of everything. I want all of the trees. I think we're up to like seven Christmas trees in Amazing. the house now, which is bananas. Like I recognize that it's bananas. And yet there can always be more. Just more. like cats, there could always be more trees and cats. Do you put a tree in each room type thing or like basically yeah okay cool yeah some of them are like littler ones like the ceramic style ones so yeah then we have one of the big ones in we have kind of like a fireplace room and kind of like a like a living like a tv area it's a weird Mm 1970s layout but yeah someday maybe in every room maybe a girl dream. can dream. The dream. Um, okay, now another, this is the ADHD kicking in, but can I ask about the painting in the background? Yeah, absolutely. So a dear friend of mine um, who used to be around the Sarnia area, um, she painted it for me, actually. Really? So I really wanted something that was very, like, abstract, but, like, something that kind of... Um, not necessarily like channeled my spirit but something that was unique that you could never like find so i bought the massive size canvas as you can see and was like here go to town don't care what color don't care like what's on it just kind of really loved her art so like in the really fine details of it there's like different words like inspire and free and what else fierce Uh, and like true and brave and then there's like birds and there's plants and there's just a lot going on but like I feel like every time I look at it you find something different and so it's almost like when you're needing like an affirmation Mm. or some like a, a message of some form like you can really just like look at this and it gives you what you need to be like okay this is this is what I, I needed to hear today or like this is what I needed to see today because I'm a bit of a, a spiritual individual as well um I don't always tell people that but yeah like I'm, I'm big into kind of like my into try, like working with my intuition and really just trying to like follow my gut and mm. really just guide guide myself through this forever changing life so yeah the painting was kind of something I've just always had it was for my first home I bought myself and Mm. and um it was for my living room and my walls were like builder beige because I like neutrals but it was like I need a color pop and like this was perfect so I absolutely love it um I I love abstract paintings and then the colors in it there's every color really yeah absolutely it's like so the, cheerful. The spectrum is there for sure. I so. love it. Love it. Love it. Um, does your friend have like a website or? I'm not sure. She moved out to BC and was off the grid a little bit. So I don't know. I think she's doing some of her own stuff for like her own personal, but I don't think she's doing anything to like outwardly. But okay. I'll see what's up, and I can share it if I can, if I can't. Sure. That, that, that's just for me. Uh, yeah. It's me being selfish again. Anywho, well, let's get back to talking about 
the important stuff. So, uh, actually, this isn't really that important, but you said Beauty and the Beast is one of your childhood favorites. Yes. Oh, I love that. So, I, I was always a big Disney fan. And between, like, Beauty and the Beast, Mary Poppins. Ah, classic. I really liked Mulan as well. And my mom always said I'd want to watch Little Mermaid, too. I really liked The Wizard of Oz, but The Wicked Witch scared me. So <laughs> it was like this, where you're like, hands uh. over the eyes. <laughs> Too funny. I love, I love the villain. Love the villain. I don't know what it is, but I'm always like, villain, villain, villain. Um, that's maybe something to bring up in therapy. Anyway, um, <laughs> it was always something. <laughs> so, so there's lots of lots of singing from what I gather here in terms of the shows that you've been in. So, do you have just natural talent, or have you been taking lessons, or how does that look in your world? It's a really fun story. Okay, um, I sang since I was little. Little, I was in like church, like kid choir for a little bit, and then. I was in um, my first musical when I was in like grade two. I was in Sleeping Beauty and I was Aurora's mother, the queen. And I had some solo, but don't ask me what it was because obviously, but I had a solo. Um, and, and then kind of just from that, like I've always loved music, always loved to sing. Never really took any like professional training as a child but through like high school I was always intertwined in like the music department I was always in like the choir um I played sax um for my full like high school like grade nine to I did a victory lap so that would have been five years of that um in and out of jazz band did some percussion stuff so like music's always been like in my life and then not till recent I started to do some like more professional uh, coaching and stuff with my voice really fun fact for you though I was a lead singer of a Metallica cover band shut up no joke I um, love that please tell me more about that <laughs> so um in high school uh like kind of just being like in the music community world I ended up dating someone who was like a drummer of this like they like met in the barn uh once a week because like being from forest like rural community yeah. right so out to the country we go to the bel or to the the hayloft of the barn they set up all their equipment where you went so at that point they didn't really have a singer and it was like hey you can sing why don't you sing for us I'm like yeah sure why not like metallica is totally my jam <laughs> So, yeah, I can uh, be James Hetfield, uh, <laughs> for sure. Uh, so, anyways, I started, like, singing with them and kind of, like, working with that. And we did a few, like, Battle of the Bands, did a few, like, random shows at, like, a campground or something. Like, it was just fun. <laughs> like, um, the, the one guy that was the, like, lead guitarist, he was taking music in the industry at Fanshawe or whatever it's called. I'm sure it's maybe changed names now, but so he would have like studio time. So we, like we would go in the studio and be like record tracks. <laughs> it was it was like we were famous, but no. Um, so yeah, like whiskey in the jar by Metallica was probably my favorite one to like belt out. Love I could that. do some some really cool things with that. But yeah, like that was just kind of like where it was. I dated the drummer when 
the drummer and I broke up, that was the end of it. So, oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, they they decided to go in a different direction. <laughs> um, are those recordings still around? Like, do you? Still- oh my god, we used to have a MySpace. Uh, I think it actually is. You know, like when MySpace was all their rage. Yes. Our band was actually called Falling for Emma. So ah. randomly, like, so we were trying to figure out a name and the guys were all like, let's be like Days of Rage or like something like, something like that, like where it's like heavy metal, heavy rock, like let's have some like real like tough name. And then I'm like, why don't we just like put all our initials together, come up with like some names. So we figured out Emma and then it was like Falling for her. And I was like, that seems to be legit it's a very metallica name i feel like they were just going with it to appease me <laughs> like yes fine let's do it can we sing now yeah right like can we play our guitars and go nuts it's like yeah sure go for it oh, um that is awesome yeah the- it definitely was a fun time just to kind of like let loose and just even just like jam out with them and stuff like that and it was yeah. So and if there's a band out there looking, looking for a lead for, singer, yeah, are you taking least, offers? I mean, I'd have a conversation. <laughs> Depends on the offer, but right, you know, yeah. Get get That's, your best offer out. Right. Exactly. Like we'll we'll have a conversation. Something like uh, negotiations on band name must um, be recorded. Not even. Not even that. Like. <laughs> It's just like, what are we like? What's the commitment? <laughs> How much time do you need? What what amount of my time? Isn't that yeah? That feels like such an adult phrase. Like, okay, I want to, but really, how much time do right? you need from me? Because yes. I have so little. It's precious. <laughs> it's truly, so precious. truly is. I feel like you're right. Like, as an adult, you're. It's like, oh gosh, I gotta go here, I gotta go there, I gotta work full time. That job Um, thing, yeah. Right? Like, pay those bills to pay for those dreams. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, okay, here's here's a fun one. If you uh, were like a diva lead singer of a band, what do you think your uh, dressing room request would be? (gasps) Like that one weird thing that, uh, you know, you would request to have ample like only green yeah. smarties or I was gonna say like I've heard like the only brown M&M's type thing or like must have Diet Coke or things like that um my diva dressing room thing oh my gosh yeah I think I'm leaning towards like even though it's not great for your voice but like chocolate chocolate's like kryptonite so it's like must have something sugary kicking around of the chocolate variety not like a favorite chocolate we're just chocolate blanket statement it's just chocolate blankets like i think i would be like a variety because like that's my thing Mm. is that i'm not always like religious to one one type like it's like what am i feeling today okay i'm feeling caramel and peanuts or like Mm. so snickers or then one day you're like oh okay i really want mint like it's just a it's really dependent on the day for me okay yeah i love that i think what mine would be is either sour patch kids or watermelon candies the sour i like the sour stuff i love me a good melon watermelon 
I will, uh, I'll eat them until my tongue goes raw. Just, and then still eat another one. Like, it hurts so good! Num, num, yes. num, num, num! <laughs> but so, that bad. <laughs> that's my diva request. Oh, man. If anyone's listening and needs yeah. to know. It's one day. <laughs> one day, Dallas is going to be the big, big rock star. <laughs> big star! Yeah, that's it. That's what my face turned red just when you said that. Oh my gosh. The awkward is so strong in me sometimes. Like, I'm going to have a hot flash. Anywho. Um, okay. Well, I think this went by so fast, but we're oh already at that point where uh, I try to like switch gears and give the guest a chance to talk about a side hustle or an Etsy page or a charity they're fond of or we could just talk about chocolate more like whatever your heart desires uh the next couple minutes are at your lead well I mean I don't have anything specific that's popping up to mind right now um yeah I like yeah I mean there's always about chocolate white christmas whatever you whatever you want um also just have to plug you that you roast me in white christmas i roast you oh yeah <laughs> i forgot <laughs> and i love it i and love I, that like, line when you say that to me i look at you like uh i'm gonna try not to laugh <laughs> The thing is oh, that wow. I don't know that the person, like, I don't know that the, the line actually knows that they're roasting. And then, but then the look on your face, like, I don't want to say the line because I want people to yeah, come to the show yes, and see it. But, right. like, it feels like such an innocent statement. And then your face is perfect. Like, it's just <laughs> so priceless because you don't respond with words. No, I don't get to. Just your face. And it, yeah, that's, I forgot. Yeah. Oh Rose. my gosh. I, I, I do have a lot of like what Catherine was saying, like a lot of like I love Lucy facial expression. So that's Lucy. kind of, I guess, my channel. Um, Start yeah. writing that down because that's hilarious. <laughs> I've, I've written down a lot of, it's so hard sometimes to, actually, most of the time to pick a quote for yeah. the promo. Um, but yeah, I've written down, there's all kinds of like stars and underlines and blah, blah, blah. I got to try and figure this out later. Um, but okay. I got one more question. Is there yeah. one chocolate bar that you will not eat? Okay. So I do. So here's the sitch now. Okay. I used to be not picky, but <laughs> I am celiac. So oh. it limited the crap out of me. <gasps> so. I am very fortunate that chocolate is not naturally full of gluten, so oh. I won't, of the, like, gluten-free variety, I tend to try to eat chocolate with something in it now versus just, like, the straight up. But again, don't discriminate. If I have to eat a handful of chocolate chips, that's what cool. happens. <laughs> I can make two. <laughs> Okay, that's brilliant. I, I don't know why I thought that was like, actually that that is like a revelation to me that chocolate is mostly gluten-free. Um, anywho, that seems like a perfect note to end things. Here's to gluten-free chocolate. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much for the, for your time. This was a blast. Um, I'm very grateful that we could spend a little bit of time getting to know each other. Well, thank you for asking me and having me on your show. Um, 
it's been actually like I would have known 30 minutes was up. I know, right? If I didn't have a timer, like I'd probably be in trouble. Be like two hours later, like, oh my god, we need to end this. Oopsie. Um, and then I'm sure editing would become a bit of a like, what do I want to pick? There's so much yes. good nuggets. Yeah, I already have a hard enough time, which is part of the reason why I try to keep them shorter. I used to do longer and then still try to keep it within a 30 minute window. And because I read somewhere that podcast should be 30 minutes. Who knows? Um, anyway. I feel like people's attention span becomes one of those like. Because I recently have started listening to, you know, Jason Kelsey's pod, like, New Heights. Have you heard of that? Oh, gosh. Okay, football players, NFL players. Oh. Um, it's like the t- Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Oh, okay. So and they're, they're and brother. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so, but they're, like, two hours long. So you're just like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. You get 15 minutes from me, and I'm out. <laughs> That's all I'm willing. My time is precious. That's all you get. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, all I right. guess I will see you probably tomorrow. So, tomorrow. You yes. Know, until then. All right. I will see you tomorrow. Sounds good. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye, Dallas. <laughs> okay, kids. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.